crossing over that borderline Priceless and when the glorified you're in a crisis I was born to rhyme and I write this the same warning signs For everybody that hates and still I came up in this city Everybody wanna come around me cause they all wanna get with me Ay. See my life is like the price is right and if the price is right then I might ignite when I write this type So you better watch out Welcome to another week of the Take That Trivia Podcast This is your host Brian here in studio with Paul And our special guest this week is Mr. Shane Perry Hello and we are going to get right into the segment called Why Should You Care? Where we're going to talk to Shane about why he's on here today. Uh, so I've I've known Shane for quite a few years. And uh, recently he decided to run for mayor. That's right. In Anoka. So um, tell us a little bit about that. What made you decide to run? Uh, you know, honestly, Brian, it was, it was you many, 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 many years ago that got me interested in politics, believe it or not. Um but what really got me started in wanting to run was last year, or excuse me, 2016, um, I saw that the incumbent mayor, the guy there now, Phil Rice, was running unopposed, and I thought that was, number one, that's insane, where nobody has a second option. But number two, I think that as much as I love the city of Minoka, there's a lot of things that need a lot of work as far as development, redevelopment, homelessness, jobs, the economy, things like that. Anoka holds a very dear place in my heart. Um, I grew up just across the bridge in Champlain, and um, I lived I, in Anoka for a little bit too. Yeah, Definitely I spent a, nice a lot area. of time. It yep, was small. Uh, and it's Halloween time, which yep. is what Anoka. That's like their biggest. That's right, uh, the Halloween capital of the world. <laughs> that's uh, that's the title they they use a lot. So, um, we'll uh, we'll figure that out within the next month, I suppose. So, um, Shane, how is the race going so far for the, the uh, mayorship? Actually, it's it's going better than I thought. You know, you go in, you've never been in politics before, and you're kind of excited. You think, oh, wait, well, I got at least two votes, me and my wife, and that might be it. But uh, I was actually surprised that come the primaries that I had actually made it, and I'm on the general election ballot in November. Um, we had a lot of interesting things coming up to uh, get my name out there a little bit more, and hopefully overtake the incumbent in the the November election. Great, yeah. um, I was going to approach that later in the podcast, but uh, I guess we can approach that right now. What kind of events do you have coming up? Um, Tomorrow, uh, September 22nd, we're going to be canvassing the area. We're going to go door to door, and uh, we're going to be putting out things like uh, flyers and my policies and door hangers for people who aren't home. Uh, on the 29th of September, we have a meet and greet where we're going to have karaoke, dancing, a Q&A session, uh, where there'll be food and beverages. And it's at the Anoka uh, Legion, Post 102 over there on Main Street, right next to the Dairy Queen. If people want to stop by, they can come say hi, grab some food, grab a drink, and hang out and dance and sing all night if they want. So, this wasn't on the question prep list, but I, I got a curious question for okay. you. What is the biggest challenge that you're facing right now running for mayor? What are you What are you finding like more difficult to do? Like maybe public speaking or maybe getting your name out there. What's uh What's your current biggest challenge? The thing I've run into, and you and Paul, I've known you guys for years. So when I talk to you guys, it's really no big deal. You understand the way I talk and the way I've always talked. And I guess I speak a little fast for most people. Like I was watching the League of Women Voters forum that I was on this last week. And I went back and watched it, and I'm thinking to myself, can anybody understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that was the video that we had watched, too. Yeah, we, we did um, we did our homework, and we watched <laughs> you on uh, an interview. I thought you did good, though. 
You I look really it. relaxed. Yeah, you look uh, comfortable. One of the observations I had, though, you, you had sunglasses on your head the whole time. That was the first one. That was the first okay. one. Okay. And yeah. I was kind of like, oh, I, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't look bad, but no. I don't know how professional you know it looks. Uh, that was my one <laughs> critique of you there, but I thought you did a really good job. And um, That, that was one it. of the things I got pointed out to. The guys at work are having a good time with this. Um, they're making fun of the fact that I'm running for mayor. And they go back and watch us, and they're like, yeah, you look like a complete tool with your sunglasses on your head. And I'm like, you know what? I was really nervous. I, I've never done anything like this before. I want to make a good impression. And here's this guy that I'm going up against that's been doing this for 14 years, and I'm intimidated. Right. And I shouldn't be because, you know, he's just another guy. He, you know, he puts on his pants one leg at a time like you do, like Brian does, like I do. And when you get nervous, you forget to do things like I should have taken my... My sunglasses off sure. my head, yeah. and uh, I'm sure I know you know her, uh, Marie Wiley. She has been a huge help in my campaign. And at the last forum, she actually stopped me before we went in, and she made me hand her my sunglasses, my hat, my cell phone, and my gum, so I wouldn't look like I had no idea, like I didn't belong up there with with That's the other good. guy. You got people looking <laughs> out for you. Sure. Great. Um. So, another challenge question I kind of had for you was uh, what is the biggest challenge you think Anoka's facing? Uh, the biggest issue maybe right now right that you'd like now, to fix in Anoka? Sort of. um, if I were to think about the one big thing that sticks out and it's been a problem for Anoka for a lot of years is the homeless population in the city of Anoka. Um, I've seen some of our uh, established people right now who are in the city council and things like that um, saying things such as they're a cancer to our society, they have the right to live this American dream where they're, you know, being homeless is their dream, um, that one person with a shopping cart destroys the charm of our city. And I don't believe that. Um, I know you know this about me, but I've been there. I've been, I've had nothing. I've had nowhere to live, no roof on my head in the city of Anoka. And I, I know that for me, it was having the friends that I had who were willing to give me a, a hand up not a hand out, but a hand up to help me get from where I was to where I am now. And I think the people that are going through this need more programs, better programs, better funding to make sure that they actually get to live that American dream where they have that house, they have that family, they have that opportunity that everybody needs to be successful in life. Yeah, I think your personal experiences are a very, like... Impactful. Yeah, a, a great way to camp a great platform to kind of campaign on and stuff like that. I noticed Phil Rice during the interview we watched uh, or the debate we watched was kind of falling back on some of his previous experience and stuff like that and what he's done for Anoka through the years, which maybe has you at a disadvantage, but your personal history of experiences like that are, I, I think, a great approach to it. Well, I try not to go out there and tell people about, you know, oh, I've been homeless, oh, I've been here, oh, I've been there. I mean, you guys know this about me. You've known it for a long time. Mm. But I'm not going for the, you know, pity me because I've been there. I'd rather be an uplifting story of somebody who took themselves from where they were to to where where I'm headed and where I've gone. Of course. Sure. So if someone is uh, interested in learning more about your candidacy, maybe your views or how to get a hold of you, if they have questions or things like that, um, where could they go to do their research? They could go onto my Facebook page. They can look me up, Shane Perry, S-H-A-N-E-P-E-R-R-Y. I also have a Facebook page, Shane Perry for Mayor of Anoka 2018. And I do have a website, Shane Perry for Mayor of Anoka at Wixit.com. 
Perfect. So they can see my policies. They can see I'm posting constantly. I have my events on there. If they like to get involved, I'm always looking for volunteers. Like, I could use help tomorrow and Sunday canvassing the neighborhoods. Mm. I, I, I appreciate everything. And I want to say this and make sure everybody knows it. Um, one of the big things when it comes to politics is you have to vote. And while I could sit here and say, vote for me, vote for me, vote for me, and I, I want everybody to know the most important thing is that you get out and vote. While I'm going to appreciate every vote that I get, um, when the election comes up this November, it's not just about the city of Anoka or voting for Shane. It's getting out there, getting your voice heard on the city, on the county, on the state, on the national level. So find your nearest place you can vote and get out there and get your voice heard. That's the most important thing. I hope there is a good voter turnout this year as well. Um, and it sounds like if people want to research the candidates a little bit, now we've given them some information on how they can kind of research that yeah, if they definitely want. definitely helps, yep. especially so. if people don't know about it. Great. Well, are we on this podcast definitely hope you the best of luck going into Appreciate the it, um, election day coming up. Uh, in the meantime, let's get into some trivia, if you're all right. You know, I, I've, I've heard your podcast before. Okay. <clears throat> and the one thing I was really, really worried about, I mean, I got to tell you guys that the best part about this entire podcast is obviously for anybody who listens to this, it's Paul. So <laughs> it, is, it is his rap. <laughs> I, it's it blows me away the every rap week. Thing. No, but honestly, hearing but, that rap up, yeah. you know, I was getting, I was joshing it, but it's the. Uh, <laughs> I was really worried that you guys do a lot of music trivia. And right now, that really worries me because I don't listen to a lot of music now. I'm listening to politics and more things like that, so I might be a little out of touch. Did you listen to music in the 90s? I listened to music in the 90s, I did. A majority of these songs are going to be some ones that I was remembering from the 90s that kind of... Yeah, a lot of these I don't even know. Songs we... (laughs) Were you even born in the 90s, Paul? Yeah, 91. (laughs) We know each other from an old coffee shop in Anoka called Cafe Ami. Uh, and this was some music that they had on the jukebox there, so you should be familiar with some of these songs. All right, I'll give it a go. Okay, question number one. Trivia song number one, coming through. So we gave Shane a pen and paper here so we can write it down. Because <laughs> at the end of the five questions, uh, we're going to have you try to pick the theme of today's show. Do you have any idea who that band might be? No. Song? I'm assuming you don't know the song because you don't know the band, so we're going to go ahead and buzz you. That song is the song Darkness by Rage Against the Machine from the Crow soundtrack, which is a movie from the 90s. So. Brandon Lee. It is Brandon Lee. All right, so while you're writing that down, we'll play you clip number two and see if you do any better. So that's a more recent band, to be fair. What did you listen to in the 90s, Brian? (laughs) Not this band. This band band wasn't around in the 90s. I grabbed these clips and I said the same thing. Man, I don't know what he's doing. Do you have a guess? Any guess? The Foo any? Fighters. I have no clue. Oh, it's a good guess. Um, <laughs> it's not a, a right answer, but it's a good guess. It's close, but no cigar. Uh, what that actually was was Event Sevenfold, with the song called "Buried Alive." They're a pretty good band. Yeah. And song number three. Through her hair, the spider. 
that band sounds familiar. Well, that's a start. It actually does sound familiar. Okay. You got one, Wake Up. That's that one too. Chop Suey, yeah. Yep, Chop Suey. I, I know the band and I just can't... That is the band. I, I can't place their name for the life of me. Okay, well... I'm probably going to get five buzzers to so just have that thing ready. Should we put a clip in there to go with it? Three for three. Like one of the... I don't know, whatever. Uh, let this be a reminder to you all that this organization will not tolerate failure. So... I may not be good at music, but I'll run for politics instead. There we go. <laughs> um, the answer to that one was System of a Down. Oh, I knew it! I... The you song ever is, had something on the tip of your tongue and you just can't yeah, spit it out? Sure, I, that happens. Uh, the song is called Spiders. So both the uh, band name and the song title are going to be important for figuring the theme out. Uh, you still got two chances to get it, though, here. Uh, two songs to go, I mean, so... You and I hung out a lot in the 90s, and I don't remember you ever playing stuff like this. So, System of a Down, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, this one, I think, might be late 80s, but, yeah. Late yeah. 80s, dude, I was like six in the late 80s. This is um, like Rick, Rick James era. Rick James It does era. sound Rick James, like uh, maybe a little Michael yeah. Jackson-like. Oh, yeah, I guess. Can't be Prince. It's not Prince. We're going to go ahead and buzzer you on that one. I'm going to go five for five. The answer, <laughs> the answer to that one, was um. <laughs> I don't remember either, man. Oh God, it's called "Somebody's Watching Me" by Rockwell. Rockwell, thank you. Yeah. All right. We're gonna go ahead and get into our final song while Shane writes that down. This is this was a big band. In fact, this is a band we used last week for trivia. Really? I, it's not the same album, but it is the same band. It's not Corn, is it? It is Corn. Ha! Oh. Do you know the song? No. <laughs> oh, no. But I know the band. Do I get a half buzzer? We'll give it, we'll, let's have the kids cheer for that one. <laughs> but a sarcastic. Corn with a K. Good, good for you from Christian Bale as well. Corn uh, with a K, yes. Uh, that song is called Clown. So you have all five songs written down. Now you have Rage Against the Machine, Darkness, Event Sevenfold, Buried Alive, System of a Down, Spiders, Rockwell, Somebody's Watching Me, and Corn, Clown. Do you know the theme? Uh, Can I ask you a question? Your <laughs> Close. Are there spiders on your nads? <laughs> uh, you can ask me a question. Is it based on a movie? It is not based on a movie. Oh, shoot. It is a Halloween theme, as we've revealed. We're going to be doing a Halloween theme for the next four weeks. Darkness, buried alive, spiders. Somebody's watching me. And clown. It's either got to be like a haunted house. That's not correct. A clown um, house? That's also not correct. How else do you find a clown? Well, 
<laughs> We're getting excessive here. Uh, so what it actually, our theme this week is people's biggest fears. The Phobias. most common fears. Phobias. Spiders. Phobias, fears, being yeah. buried alive. Oh. Being watched. Yep. Afraid of darkness. I These are all watched. very common fears. Yes. So, that would be explain the binoculars in your front seat. I would. Love of being watched. <laughs> yeah. I had to go buy a new pair because someone jacked them last week. It's, it's funny. I, I, I would have never gotten that because I'm not afraid of any of those things. Really? Yeah. None of, them, none of them terrify me, no. Oh, my God. There was one on the wall. Almost left. You got a little girl, right? Yeah. So when you hear, Daddy, spider! No, she kills him. Oh, so- <laughs> I do that. I how about How about a tarantula? you got to be... Certainly a little no, bit. No, it's a spider. Bear there. No, no, I wouldn't go near it. Yeah, I wouldn't either. And clowns I hate do bees, too. One of my favorite movies is the movie It. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm not saying I share... I, I don't fear clowns myself, but I mean, I, I, it is a common fear. Right. I, I see And spiders saying. are a yeah, common fear, I, too. I can understand. Snakes. That's why I didn't get it, though, because I didn't understand it. Because yeah. Shane is fearless. No. why he didn't get it. No, that no I've never been in an airplane. Okay. No. Right. Fear of heights. We, we could have gone with that, I suppose. Oh, yeah. No, well, there's a note for next time. Um, so we're going to get into a round that we call the poorly acted scene. This is one of my favorite parts of your guys' podcast. Okay, great. I, I mean, I'm it. glad that he's a listener, too. He kind of knows what to expect here. So we're going to we load up our uh, the script on the phone. Yep. And Because um, we kind of texted to each other, so we're making sure we're sticking to the same script. And then um, we're going to act it out for you. We're going to take a guess at what movie we're acting out. You um, you're gonna get up and act it out. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do the voices, and um, do you have to be Sandra Bullock again? Uh, if you can, <laughs> if you're gonna hold your guess until after you hear me say end scene, it's kind of the preference. You'll, I'll say end scene, and then yep. Okay, so uh, Paul, looks like you're starting this week's um, uh, what is this round called again? This is called the poorly acted <laughs> poorly scene. acted scene. Thank you. It's been a poorly long week. Scenes. Brian's Brian's doing the poorly acted podcast host. Yes. <laughs> Doing a good job of that one. <laughs> Alright, here we go. No, I love being your personal doorman. Really? Could you idiots have taken any longer? Shut up, Richie. Okay. Trash to trash mouth. Trash mouth. I get it. Hey, I wasn't the one scrubbing the bathroom floor imagining that her sink went all Eddie's mom's vagina on Halloween. She, she didn't imagine it. I saw b- blood, too. Wait, you saw blood, too? Not blood. I, I saw... D- Georgie's, it seemed so real, but there was this... A clown? I saw him too. Wait, can only virgins see it? Is that why I'm not seeing this shit? End scene. You know what it is? Oh yeah, that's uh, that's Richie and Beverly and Stan. I think he's got it. And Bill, stuttering Bill Denborough. That would be it. You got that one. I'm an equal opportunity ass kicker. <laughs> Great. Indeed. This next scene is one I recently implemented. So if you listen to last week's podcast, you heard it. It is called the uh, Six Degrees of Separation. Mm-hmm. Uh, our theme this week is fear. So I'm going to connect two movies, and I'm going to actually have you guess those two movies this week. Two movies with the word fear in the title to each other through six different movies where they share an actor. Okay, so we're going to start with the first movie, which is a movie starring Richard Gere and Edward Norton, where Richard Gere plays a lawyer, and Edward Norton is accused of murder, 
Edward Norton is a choir boy. Any guess at that one? Is a choir boy. Does it actually say fear in the title? Yes. No. <laughs> I have no clue on that one. Edward Norton is a choir boy. Ed Norton, he gave a really good performance, I wow. think. So this is before he did American History X. That was good, And before he did Fight Club. Um, and this was like... I think one of his breakthrough performances. Um, that movie is called Primal Fear. Okay. Okay. So, after that, Ed Norton went on to do a film with Brad Pitt, wherein he has multiple personalities and is very interested in destroying the current government systems and other such anarchist things like that. And he makes soap in his free time. Soap. Any idea what that one might be? I'm going to go with Fight Club. That is Fight Club. All right, good job. And um, after that, so that was Ed Norton and Brad Pitt. Mm -hmm. Okay, the first one was Richard Gere and Ed Norton. Then Ed Norton went on to star in a movie with Brad Pitt. Uh, Following that, Brad Pitt starred with Tom Cruise in a movie where they were being interviewed by Christian Slater about their origins as um, a fictional type of monster typically seen in some horror movies. Any idea what that one might be? Interview with a vampire. Absolutely. <laughs> he's got... Alright, he's doing good on this one. He should have beat for three. Good job, yeah. Alright, uh, after that, Tom Cruise went on to star in a movie with Emily Blunt about a man who similar to Groundhog's Day, repeats the same day over and over again as he's storming a beach and trying to fight in a war. Any idea what that might be? Oh, man. This one, no. I don't really have a clue on this one. All right. Uh, same beach. Any guess? Or? Um, we're going to buzz it, yeah. Pearl Harbor. Close. The answer was Edge of Tomorrow. They had um, possibly an alternate title, at least an alternate name for a while, where they would just say Live, Die, Repeat. That's kind of the gimmick what of the, the movie. What was the actress's name? Emily Blunt. Huh. She recently starred in a very silent and awkward to watch in a theater movie called A Quiet Place. Oh, and the theater was a very quiet place during that movie, so it was really <laughs> tough to watch. Is it possible for you to shut the f*** up for ten seconds? All right, I will, because <laughs> I will give Shane a guess. Just ten seconds. All right, That's just all ten guess. seconds? Okay. Um, so, Emily Blunt, after that, recently, uh, this is a more recent film, uh, starred in a film with Bernicio Del Toro about an assassin from Mexico which I think this movie is just actually the Mexican word for assassin. Spanish word, excuse me, for Del assassin. Del Toro? Benicio Del Toro stars in an assassin. Any idea what that movie might be? Assassino? <laughs> it does end in an O, so... Uh, the answer is Sicario. Sicario. Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that you one. you seen that yeah. one? I heard no. One. Okay. I love horror movies. Making our final connection, this one's going to have the word fear in it again. Uh, Bernicio Del Toro, uh, sometime in the, I believe, late 90s, starred in a movie with Johnny Depp about two guys who take a road trip through the desert and do a lot of drugs. Now, don't just be sorry. Think for one f***ing second. 
Fear no evil. Ooh, fear and go. loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, man. When you said that the first time, it's the first thing I thought of was fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Johnny Depp was in that. Um, so we connected Primal Fear to Fear and Loathing through Six Degrees. We are going to take a short break and listen to one of Paul's newer rap recordings. Uh, I think this track sounds great, and I hope you all enjoy it as well. When we come back, we are going to do our um, wrap-up with Paul's rapping, and I think there's one other trivia around uh, our over-the-top scene. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. That'll all be ready for you when you get back. Oh, and our favorite, um, our top pick for a topic of our choosing. I thought it was fierce. It is fierce. That's, but we, yeah. Okay. Our top, top fear. fears. Our top <laughs> biggest. <laughs> well, let's do our biggest fear. Yeah. Okay. Biggest when we fear. Return. All, right. all right. Enjoy the commercial break. And I can't blame anybody else but myself because I thought you were different, but I guess you're someone else. I should've listened instead of going through hell But I didn't, instead I went for it all Then I fell way head over heels And I got caught up in my feels Thought you were real, it's really hard for me to deal With the bullshit you pulled, I'm probably stupid And foolish, what would you do if I did this To fucking you, would you lose it? Drives you crazy inside, you wonder why did he do it He fucking told me Yeah, I'm, I'm real excited for the release of that track That was yeah. just a preview um, You're still working on editing and recording that one, right? Absolutely, yeah, it's not done yet, but it's really close And I got a few more that I'm also um, almost done with, so about three more actually, so not that one included, so probably four total. Right, you know what you released I want too, right? Hmm? One that I can play and one that I can get autographed and hang up on my wall? Yep. You got I some gotta, fans. I gotta burn some <clears throat> CDs. Great. So uh, we are going to talk next about our biggest fears, uh, and we're going to start with our guest. Well, as you guys know, I've got my own little baseball team at home. I've got seven kids and... Um, Got five boys, two girls, got them from 20-year-old twins to four-year-old twins, and I guess my biggest fear is that something happens to them, and I can't stop it. That's my biggest fear. fear. Yeah, I got two kids. Losing. That's that's not my biggest fear, you know? Losing a loved one is a very deep fear, though. Yeah. yeah. I totally see that. You were going to say? Yeah, so outside of obviously losing my kids, because that would definitely ruin my life, but... My biggest fear on a day-to-day would be, oh man, think uh, think snakes. Snakes? Yeah, think those take the cake. They are. It's a, it's a toss-up between that, spiders, and bees. I can't love snakes either. I don't. I don't love a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of the things. It sounds like you don't love either the spiders and the snakes. Uh, yeah. I've never really held one. I touched a very large snake briefly while his head was clear across the room for me from yeah. me. But we we have to leave my birthday out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. All right. <laughs> my bad. Um <laughs> So my biggest fear um actually is similar to Shane's heights or flying. The last time I flew um I had to take, I think, two anxiety pills and do, I think, four or five shots on the plane. Damn. And I was still just having a panic attack the entire flight, so... You know, you guys asked me a bunch of questions when I started this interview with you guys, so I have one for you guys now. Sure. You guys hang out a lot together, right? Yeah. So when you guys watch snakes on a plane, do you guys have to snuggle together while it's going on or what? (laughs) (laughs) No, we just stay away from that movie entirely. Yeah, uh, if memory serves correctly, that was not... uh, 
very memorable movie other than that yeah. infamous line that, from Samuel that's Jackson. That's old me <laughs> moment. <laughs> um, but no, I can't claim to, uh, that I'll ever at least uh, put in an effort into seeing snakes on a plane again. Or, or flying? <laughs> or flying. Yeah, I'm not going to Certainly fly if there's mm-hmm. snakes on the plane. Um, Don't plan on Paul saving you. There's, there's a chance you'll see me parachute. Dude, you, catch me on, you catch me on a plane, that's one thing. Now there's snakes. I might jump out without a parachute. At that rate, I'm going to die anyway. Yeah, hope you can grab <laughs> onto something on the way down. I just would rather not die being eaten alive or strangled to death by a snake. Yeah. So, you know what? I'll, I'll choose my own fate. I'm going out. Yeah, that, uh, that, that would be like a pretty a, one of the most terrifying experiences I can think yeah. of is if I was on a plane with snakes. Even if the plane was fine it wasn't going down, if there were snakes, I'd be going down. Yeah, we'd all be done if we were on a plane with snakes and somebody's kid got eaten. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> There it is. Well, well, Paul might throw somebody's kid in front of him so he can get away from the snake. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> like, any, man, there's so much to live for. If any of our listeners are looking for a way to absolutely terrorize us, I guess now they, <laughs> they <laughs> have some ammo. Kidnap us, put us on a plane, and... Uh, With child-eating snakes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Then <laughs> <laughs> we're in trouble. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll put a couple therapists on there for me or something. <laughs> I'm already sweaty thinking about it. No joke. Um, so we're going to get into our final trivia round, and then um, we'll do the wrap-up. Uh, our final trivia round is going to be an over-the-top scene. Uh, this is not from a movie to do with fear, because our over-the-top scene just never really has anything to do with the topic, but they're fun to do. So our over-the-top scene this week, and you're going to take a guess at what the movie is, is this scene right here. There's a lot going on. There. That could be like 8 million different movies. <laughs> so what's happening in the scene is uh, Vince Vaughn is the actor, and uh, somebody takes a shot near him and hits some fireworks, and he kind of runs off screaming like a madman, like you kind of heard there. And then catches fires somehow. And yeah. Because of the fireworks. Which is why I thought that scene was over the top. Yeah. <laughs> and he you actually, know, I, I what he does is, is he runs on stage and he starts dancing with yeah. these dancers. And nobody it's helps him. Yeah. They're just watching him. On this fire. is off topic, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll tell you guys honestly, I have no idea what the movie is, but did you know in China they actually have one day every year where they set up millions of fireworks and people actually go there to have the fireworks shot at them mm. to appease the god of war. Wow. wow. So they get started on fire by the fireworks and stuff like that. So a new phobia just came out. <laughs> <laughs> Avoid China. Yeah. Oh my uh, God. For more reasons than that one, probably, yeah. but uh, that's a pretty well, good just one. Just grab roaming candles. At least on that day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no thanks. No. Um, God, I can throw a guess out there. It just sounds like every military movie ever made. It, it wasn't actually anything to do with the military. It was during a music video shoot, is what this was. It stars The Rock and Vince Vaughn, yeah. of all people, to start. The Rock and Vince... A Dwayne Johnson or whatever he yeah. goes by. Jumanji. Uh, no, that's not the movie. Were they actually in that movie together? I know The Rock is in yeah, Vince Vaughn wasn't. I was, Vince just, I was, was just throwing it. Okay. I haven't seen a whole lot of... Maybe Tooth Fairy? <laughs> uh, the movie was called Be Cool. Uh, oh, it's never 2005. Seen it. it was a yeah. pretty funny one. I think it kind of flew under the radar for most people. But... All right, so that sound means it is time to get into our wrap up. 
So we are going to have our guest, as usual, pick a word and challenge Paul to rap for 30 seconds to that word. Do you have a word for us, Shane? Um, we're going to go with, let's see, we had fears, so let's go with terror. Excellent choice. Paul, your word is terror. Another excellent performance there, Paul. I especially love the way you hit all the major fears. Uh, you immediately started off by talking about my biggest fear, of course, the fear of flying and the fear of heights. Right, I'm general. not scared of heights. I'm afraid of crashing at the end. That's my biggest fear. <laughs> I think everybody can share that uh, fear with Shane. Uh, if I was guaranteed to not crash, I'd be more likely to fly. Yeah. But again, not with If snakes, I could smoke obviously. on a plane, I'd, I think I'd be a little more calm. I think, I think they that, took that out in like the 50s, though. Yeah. yeah. I think I'd be less calm <laughs> in that situation. About, about the time Brian was born. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the 50s. Uh, so that'll conclude it for this week's podcast. Uh, thank you, Shane, for coming on. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks again. And to our listeners, make sure you get out and vote on November 6th. And <laughs> uh, if you live in Anoka, make sure you're voting for Shane or at least researching him a little bit. And uh, next week, we will be continuing with our Halloween theme. Uh, we will have the inventor of a sport called Mojo Kickball on to tell you about that next week. See you all next Monday. <laughs>